Hi, welcome to the NCC More podcast. Um, my name is Destiny Dees, and along with my husband, Philip, we are the lead pastors of North Point Community Church. And this podcast is really just where we add more to the topic that we are studying um, together on Sunday mornings. We meet together as a community every Sunday morning at 9.30 and 11.15, and we would love for you to join us. But right now we're talking a little bit about acceleration. We've declared that 2019 is the year of acceleration for our community. We just kicked off 21 days of prayer and fasting. Um, but right now, our, our year is going to be based off of this scripture, John 15, 5. And it says this, Yes, I am the vine, and Jesus is talking here. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Our acceleration this year is going to come out of our association, our association with Christ and our association with his church. Because those are the two things that we have to stay connected to if we want to accelerate in our faith, in our life, and in living the abundant life here on earth. So we've got to get connected and we've got to stay connected to Jesus. 2019 for our community isn't going to just be about believing in Jesus. It's going to be about living in Jesus. And really, there's two ways that we get connected and stay connected to Jesus. One is a supernatural, a mystical experience, being in Christ. Many people will point back to a moment in time or to a season in their life where everything changed. A friend of mine recently described it as, I finally get what you've been trying to tell me. What is that? It's a moment of revelation. It's a mystical moment. It's where we experience being in Christ and Christ being in us. But there's also a practical experience, a daily experience of connecting with Christ. We can be in Christ, but not with Christ. And we know that that's completely true because I can be married to my husband, but not connected to him, not spending time really getting to know him, asking him how he really is doing, um, having those heart-to-heart -heart kind of conversations, working together towards a common goal. Those are the things that we're talking about when we're talking about the practical experience of connecting through connecting with Christ. And one of the ways that we connect with Christ is through reading our Bible. Now, it's a new year, new year, new you, um, and over a million Bible plans were started on the YouVersion app. Is that amazing? Over a million Bible plans were started. But this is what I will say, is that what I hope is that a million Bible plans are finished on the YouVersion app, because we need to lean into Jesus, not just at the beginning of the year, not just when we start, but every single day of the year. One of my little brothers was laughing and he said, uh, in 2018, I read the Bible all the way through. The problem is I read Genesis through Mark in the first 40 days of the year. I read Mark through James in the next nine months. And I read James all the way through Revelation in the last three days. 
So <laughs> he did it, but that daily experience was a little lacking. It's important that we pace ourselves. It's important that we lean in to um, God every single day. One of the ways I really like to do this is I like to read a proverb every day. So the book of Proverbs has 31 chapters, and they are all so incredibly helpful for our daily lives. But I just look at what the date is, so if it's the 7th, the 6th, the 5th, whatever it is, and then I read the chapter that corresponds with that day. And so that forms the basis of my Bible reading. And then I will pick a book of the Bible to read through. One of my favorite things to do is to take one of Paul's letters and read it all the way through from beginning to end, because most of them are actually very, very, very short. So we're talking about um, Romans, we're talking about First and Second Timothy, we're talking about Titus, we're talking about Philemon, we're talking about First and Second Corinthians, those kinds of books, the ones that were written by the Apostle Paul. They were written as letters. And sometimes if we just read them chapter by chapter, we really miss the context, as opposed to Proverbs, which really is, is, is best read, I think, chapter by chapter. The epistles, um, what Paul wrote, I think is best read if you go really, really fast, because you can see the full context of the letter, and then maybe go back and read it chat verse by verse and, and and dig into a commentary you may say oh no i'm not i'm not academic this is what's great is now there's study bibles that you can purchase and you can open them up and in the footnotes there is more information than people used to be able to get um to unless they were in a seminary 60 years ago so you have at your access all kinds of information and then even online you can read the bible and you can look up commentaries or you can look up sermons about whatever you're reading online on, on, a, on a great website like Bible Gateway. Don't get on some weird website, but Bible Gateway has some incredible commentaries and some incredible notes for you and for your Bible reading. And it's important that we read the Bible because it's one of the ways that we connect with Christ. It's one of the ways that we understand his heart. And it's one of the ways that God uses to convict us and to show us our blind spots and our prejudices. Um, when you read um, in Colossians where it says there's now, now no Greek or Hebrew um, in Christ Jesus, no male or female, no slave or free, talking about the major um, divisions of the day, when you read that, it, it starts to connect your heart and, and convict your heart and say, hey, you know what, if I'm going to be connected to Christ, then I have to see people the way he sees them. And he sees them all as his children. He, he doesn't see through eyes of prejudice. He doesn't see through eyes of skepticism. He doesn't see through eyes of quote-unquote experience. He sees everyone on this earth as his child. And, and it's so important that we read God's word because we really start to understand his heart. And when you start to understand somebody's heart, you can't help but feel more connected to them. Another way that, that we connect to God is um, through prayer. Another way we connect to Christ is through prayer. One of the major things that Jesus did that sometimes I think we take for granted is that he opened up direct communion to God, to everyone. Now, there were people in the Old Testament who definitely prayed and communed with God directly, but it wasn't available for everyone all of the time. And, and so you see this incredible availability that we have to step into the very intimate presence of God 
um, no matter what's going on in our lives, no matter what moment we're in. And, and prayer can be just such a powerful thing. You may say, well, Destiny, you know, I don't, I don't have a war room. I don't have a closet. I, I, don't, I don't have a special time. Well, one, you can make those things. Those are all choices. You're one choice away from having anything that you want as far as your prayer life. But, but two, what about inviting prayer into your everyday life? What about when you get in the car, just making it a habit that before you leave your house, you pray with your kids and you say, God, we thank you for today and, and we pray that you would protect us and that you would use us. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, you know, it's, it's sometimes made fun of, but what about praying before you eat? It doesn't have to be a ritual that's hardcore. It can just be a way of inviting God into your life. God, we're about to sit down and we're about to break bread together. I pray that our fellowship would be something that would bless you and would bring honor to you. Change us as we um, have conversations together. Because one of the best things that you can do in your life is surround yourself with a community that challenges you and that is different than you. A community that um, truly looks like that early church where there were people who just didn't fit together, but they were unified by their common love of Christ. So... Um, prayer, just inviting prayer into every day, inviting prayer into the difficult moments of our day. Now, if you know you're sitting in with your CEO, and your CEO is not a Christian, probably when he brings up the problems of the business, you shouldn't say that's very interesting, sir. Let's pray. I mean, maybe I don't know, but probably that's not going to be your best plan. But what about when you're in your office? What about when you don't know what to do next? What about when you're dealing with that difficult employee or with your husband or with your kids? What about in that moment, just stopping and just crying out to God and saying, Hey, God, I don't know what to do next. I know I need to do something. Could you just speak to me? Could you give me your peace? Could you remind me that I'm your kid and that you're going to love me no matter which way this deal goes or no matter how this conversation goes, that this isn't going to define my life because you've already defined my life, that this isn't going to define my identity because you've already given me a new identity. When we just choose to engage God throughout our day, we really make a huge difference. Another way that we can connect to Christ through prayer is by writing down our prayer requests. Now, this may seem really, really juvenile, but I don't think there is anything more powerful than just having a journal where you write down what you're believing God for. I mean, because one, most Christians I have found aren't really believing God for anything. Not intentionally. It's just kind of haphazard. Yeah, I heard about that. Oh yeah, I'll pray for you. But there's no intentionality behind it. But when we write it down and we say, God, these are the three people in my life that I'm believing that you are going to save and that you are going to um, bring into your kingdom. When we write it down and we say, God, I'm believing for healing in this area of my life. Or when we write it down and we say, God, I'm believing for direction. Or how about some really, really big prayers? Like, God, I'm believing for you to eliminate racism in our area, that you're going to drive that spirit out of this area, that you're going to allow our actions and our attitudes to line up with your word, that you're going to drive it out of me. What if we ask God for big things, but we don't just ask and forget but we literally write it down and we review those things. And then when God answers our prayers, we write it down again. And you say, why is that important? All through the Old Testament, 
as God was trying to teach the children of Israel his character. He was trying to teach them that he was a good father. He was trying to teach them that he listened. He was trying to teach them that he, he would be faithful to them. And he told them over and over and over again, write down the things that I have done for you. And then he said, tell them to your children. Tell them. Why? Not just so that your kids will know, even though that's really important, but so you can hear yourself say them out loud. Some of my very favorite people in the world um, are missionaries from Sweden, and they had run this incredible organization that has planted something like 600 churches in 20 years. I know, that's insane. And they've seen God do literal miracles all over the world. And when you sit with them at their dining room table, inevitably, before the night's over, the topic will turn to what Jesus has done. And not in a religious way, but in the way that, that people recount that the glory days of any moment, the, the old high school football game that everybody knows about, or the funny thing that happened last Christmas, they talk about what Jesus has done. And they talk about him as Lord, as Savior, and as friend. I, I encourage you. I encourage you to connect to Jesus by, by praying, but also by talking about him by sharing with others what he has done for you. You know, this, this past Sunday, Philip preached an incredible message on faith, and, and he talked about how we need to accelerate our faith by showing our faith, and we show our faith through our attitude and our action, by speaking our faith, and we do that by declaration. And, and then also, we, we do that by speaking God's word, not just declarations that we make up but also declarations that we find in God's words because his promises never, never, ever change. But then the last way that he challenged us to really accelerate our faith was share our faith. Are you sharing your faith? I don't mean being weird and strange and, you know, condemning other people for their lives. That's not what I'm talking about. Has Jesus become so real to you that you can't help but just say, hey, you know, Honestly, he's everything to me because of this, because I I was once really, really depressed in my life and he delivered me because he gives me peace that passes all understanding because I believe that he really is God and I have this purpose that goes beyond this job and it goes beyond my title of mother and it goes beyond all those things and yet it encompasses and includes all those things and adds more value to my job and to what I do at home and to everything. I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just that's who he is to me. Do we share our faith? If we want to accelerate into 2019, we're going to need to embrace connecting to God, connecting to Christ, supernaturally and daily. And then we're going to need to embrace watching Him accelerate our faith as we do our part, as we change our attitude and our actions, as we go ahead and start speaking those things that we know He has promised to us. And then as we begin to share our faith, with others. Um, I just want to pray for you right now before we close. Um, I hope you're having a great day, but I know that odds are some of you aren't. This is what I can tell you is God's with you whether you are or you are not. And you can accelerate this year whether or not you feel like it. Your feelings are not who you are. 
Other people's reactions are not who they are. Jesus is who he says he is. And that's the thing that we can put our faith and our trust in. Let's pray. God, we just thank you so much for this opportunity to love you today. God, we thank you for the opportunity to serve you today. God, we thank you for the opportunity to grow and to lean into you today. And Lord, we, we just pray that you would that you would accelerate us in this year as we begin to accelerate our movement towards you, as we begin to accelerate our movement towards the hurting, as we begin to accelerate. God, I thank you that you are going to cause that acceleration to be exponential. Lord, we want to be connected to you. Right now, for the people who are listening with me, God, I pray that that they would have that supernatural experience of connecting with you, that that experience that goes beyond understanding. God, I, I pray that they would have that supernaturally practical experience of connecting with you every day. Lord, Lord I pray that they would have um, the will and the decision to begin to lean into your word, to lean into your presence, to lean into prayer, and to lean into every single thing that you have for us, Father. Accelerate our faith to believe that you really are the God that does exceedingly abundantly above anything that we could ask or think. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray all of this. Amen. Well, I don't know what your plans are for this weekend, but I hope it includes being in a faith community. If you're looking for a faith community and you're near Bossier City, um, we're on 4204 Airline Drive, North Point Community Church. Um, you can check us out at our website, ncc.team, but we have services 930 and 1115. We would love to host you, and if our church turns out not to be your favorite church in the world, we will help you find a local community because everybody needs people to do life with. Hope the rest of your day goes great. Bye-bye.